welcome. We slay things. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hill Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. Hi, I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Sardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zalberchuppet, the Dwarven Wizard of Applied Meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the Dungeon Master. I create the stories and scenarios that these shucklefucks deal with. We find the party still mid-battle. Well, like two-thirds, three-quarters battle, I suppose. You all came back to your compound to the news that Quevin had been kidnapped and to discover that a giant horde of baddies, many of them whom you had defeated on previous battles, had joined together to lay siege to Adventures Local 381's compound, at the very least putting breakfast in serious jeopardy. It was the greatest tragedy of the entire campaign. You all did some scouting and managed to parlay with the paladin, a tiefling named Dread who turned out to be a cousin of Mimal's from way back when, a real dickhead cousin. You also discovered, as you were bartering for the release of Quevin, that Jethro Jeffries has indeed been pulling the strings against you all for quite some time. And while you did dispatch his simulacrum, he will continue to be a thorn in your flesh until you destroy the actual Jethro Jeffries. When last we played, some weeks ago, you all were engaging in the siege, and so far things seem to be going your way. A number of the creatures on the battlefield you all have killed. Jebu Sorzan, the wizard for the Shadow Party, is dead for good. Althea, the archdruid who helped Thariala, the druid who was attacking the grandfather tree, uh, did manage to teleport out, as did their dragonborn sorcerer, Sally Bollocker. On the battlefield, you all are in blue. So Zardex and Zabrachebans, you all are kind of at the top there. Emberlin is engaged with a very injured human fighter named Bradley Salen. Kilbo, you're kind of hanging out there in the middle of the battlefield near where Dread is attacking his cousin, Mimo. Oh. Belisar, you are next to the largest creature on the battlefield, not named Twiggy. That is Gishna. That was the druid who tried to parlay with y'all in the most dickish way possible. Uh, that is Thariala's pet, Gishna, a gray render. Twiggy, you are, of course, the massive T there on the battlefield as a giant gold dragon. You are attacking your druid counterpart. Uh, the H and the S in the back, those are two clerics who are currently blinded. Uh, Hardmax Sotex of the Shadow Party and Sybil Wind, who was the cleric presiding over the ceremony, feeding the magical items to dark divinities. Zabrachevans, Zardex, and Emberlin, you all have Death Ward on you. First, I need you all to roll me a D20 with advantage. Let's see how the rest of the compound's battle is going against the baddies. All right, well... Uh, a couple of you all's defenders lose some ground, but the overwhelming surge 
of power as your companions are looking back and seeing you all being very near victory on the battlefield pushes the battle into the advantage for the compound. Yeah. Y'all are close to defending the compound from the siege and pushing the baddies back and breaking ranks. <laughs> First up is a baddie. It's Bradley Sailor, <laughs> who is engaged with Emberlin right now. He is going to attempt to attack you because it's all he knows how to do. First attack is a miss. Second attack, 23. Cast shield. All right, roll me a d20. Four. It feels a little wonky, but it works. And his final attack is also a 23. So he he swings and misses badly. He swings back at you. And you deflect it and he brings it back around, deflects it again. He is going to attempt to take a potion so he can stay alive just a little bit longer. He almost doubles his remaining hit points, but that is his turn. He has not decided to leave the battlefield yet. Next up is Belisar. Belisar, you are standing face to face with a very ugly creature. And then you realize, oh, that's my reflection. It's a gray render. He's big, he's ugly, he's angry. I will take my sword of the proletariat and I will dash it against his hide. That's gonna be an 18. Uh, an 18 just missed. Okay, I will roll again. You, you kind of scrape against his hide, but it's so thick that it does no real damage. All right, the next one's a 30. Uh, that one's gonna hit. All right, and then I'm gonna roll for my third attack and another 18, Jesus. One hit. One hell of a stab, and then as you try to bring it back, it kind of glances it away. Last second. All right, that's going to be 30 damage. 30 damage. Can I use my movement to go over and stand uh, within five feet of Emberlin, kind of on the south side of Bradley? You will take an attack of opportunity. Understandable. 26. That hits. You will take... 15 slashing damage. All right. But you make your way over. You can get to where you flank Bradley Salem. Okay. I still want to be within five feet of Emberlong, though. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's not quite flanking, but you are within five feet of Emberlong. Okay. Next up is Maya Gitwig, the Shadow Party Druid. I'm going to decide if she really wants to stay here and get eaten by a dragon. She does. She does decide that discretion is going to be the better part of valor. Teleports off the battlefield. Twiggy, good news. You're up next. There are two very blind clerics over there looking tasty. There's a big gray render who is currently very scared of you. A fighter who is easily flanked and also terrified of you. And a tiefling battle going over on the western side there. I want to go after a cleric. Is one of them hard max Zotek? Yes. I'll go after him. Okay. Well, you have advantage because he's blind. Oh, well that is a 31 on my bite. Just hits. (laughs) 
This one is a 24. Also hits. And my third one, same thing, 24. Yeah, three hits. 49 total. And then I'd like to use my breath weapon. Uh, what what save is it against? A 21 dex save. And it's a 60 foot cone. So if I can get multiple bad guys in that. So I've got bad news, Belsar and Emberlin. I need two of you to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to use my ring of a pin. Uh, all the baddies fail, on the other hand. So I got I got 17. With your plus five? Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, they take 72. So I got I got 17. With your plus five? Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's the um wow. half damage? Uh half of 72, 36. Wow. Yeah, I knew I had that uh ring of evasion for a reason. The good news, maybe not for the people I just shot, like my friends, but recharged. <laughs> the other bit of good news is you're not going to need a whole lot more out of that breath weapon. Bradley Salem dies. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> He's on fire. Bye, Bradley no Salem. more shadow party fighter. No, Gishna is real bad. Like, death door bad. Hardmat Sotex is pretty severely injured too. Dread took no damage being outside of that cone and Sybil Wynn is still standing pretty significantly. But yeah, Battlefield is considerably softened at this point. Did Tweaky do more damage to us than the enemies? Yes. I think so. <laughs> yes, a yeah. lot more. <laughs> Dang old friendly fire, man. She did like four times more damage than any of the enemies so far <laughs> to me. <laughs> I'm real sorry, guys. I can't aim in druid form, and I can't aim in dragon form. <laughs> I just rolled a two. I am terrified of Twiggy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, justifiably. Yeah. You're like, wait, I thought that you, was Twiggy. Maybe it's not. <laughs> you should, you start, Belisar, you start wondering if Twiggy has been the dragon's disguise all along. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Next up is Gishna who is uh, considering a run for the forest, and he gets a nat 20 deciding, yeah, I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. So Gishna takes off. Hello. Uh, has exited the battlefield. He moves 60 feet this round. So he's basically just off screen from the uh, battle map. Sober Chubbins. You see two blind clerics. You see a running away big ugly monster. And you see a tiefling attacking your friend Mimo. Alright, well I'm gonna shoot a moat at Geshna. Alright. 18. 18 just missed. And then I'm gonna try to move to get everyone else in the range of the cone of cold. I'd say you can do that and you can certainly get them all. Alright, and I'm gonna do that with over channel. So that's 70 points of damage. And I figure it's a constitution save for yeah, that is that is that is, that is a dead cleric. Uh, so they'll both take 35. We have a blinded cleric who's looking pretty rough. We have a tiefling paladin still going strong. Meemaw! Meemaw! Your cousin, whom you know as Lucius, but now goes by the 
virtue name of Dread is standing right in front of you. He looks like he has murderous intentions. What do you do? Uh-oh. Dread, or whatever you're calling yourself nowadays, Lucius. <laughs> you got, you got- I can find my troops. Think of, think of the family ties. What are you doing? We, look around the battlefield. Half your folks are dead. And you're gonna be next if you don't think straight here. Coming to our side. What are you doing? I am living up to my cultural expectations of evil. Culture? Yes. That's, I don't know about that. I don't know what culture you're from. Well, if you're not gonna listen to reason, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take you right back, put you down. I stab him in the face. All right, stab away. Not the face. Not the face, that's how I make my money! Uh, I will say, uh, based on where you're at in the campaign, that is a hit. Okay, great. Cool. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a good 14 damage! Face damage. Face damage, yeah. Oh, my face! Because he has a cool, he's gonna have a cool, you're gonna have a cool scar, come on. You're gonna look even more evil. Alright, Zardex, you are up. Your party has taken a lot of damage from your party. I'm going to run up behind uh, Dr. Dread. Surprise! Uh, I'm also going to do a healing word on uh, Meemark. I've forgotten everyone's names. Meemark? That's the one. You get 26 health back, Joe. Wow! 27 health back. I'm back up to 88. Now you get sneak attacks on old D-Daw or whatever his name is. Hey, hey! Next up... Is the other cleric who is stumbling around blind. Here's a dragon swooping overhead, grasps the clasp. Reports <laughs> out. Late curses. Ooh, say and die like jump. Next up is Tilbo. So uh, the bow. The bow. I want to uh, send a lightning bolt up his knee. That is a definite positive. Woof. Right. Twenty-five. That will probably yeah, fail. But you do get to add five to that damage. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, so, uh, Dread takes 18 points of lightning damage. Up the anus! Up the ass! Yeah. Uh, ah, that's unpleasant! <laughs> and I yell, uh, blood is thicker than asshole. Blood is thicker than assholes. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, yes, that's what I said. I didn't know she knew tiefling philosophy. <laughs> I'm gonna do some lightning breath. Uh, roll me a d6. All right, that's fine. Five. It recharges. Nice. Eighteen. Okay, then that's nineteen. All right. Yeah. Uh, another. Okay, that's weird. Another eighteen. Another eighteen. All right. Red is finally starting to look a little more ragged. You should have listened to Mima. He is really cool. I am cool. Next up is Red. I'm having none of it! You're a traitor, Mima! 25 to hit? Yeah, that hits. He is also going to smite you. Hopefully he doesn't do too much damage. Total of 29 damage. Woof! Ouch! He is going to then make a second attack. These are at disadvantage. And misses. <laughs> Next up is Emberlin. It is just dread at this point. Everyone else has either died or teleported out. Can I get there? Uh, you have Misty Step. I have 30 feet, sorry. 
Yeah, now you're you're just just outside of range. Uh, you could get up to where you could get uh, a range attack. I will do that. I'm gonna do a fireball. Firebolt, sorry. 19. 19, unfortunately, misses. Uh, a, a bolt of fire moves past his face and he goes, ha ha ha, doesn't realize I'm a teething. Ah, good on you, cousin. Not revealing us fireproof secrets. That's because I've never been hit by fire. I don't know what it feels like. You get burned all the time. Don't tell him <laughs> that. I might throw a javelin then. Uh, 23. Oh, that one does hit. 10. 10. Right, right between the opening and plate armor, you managed to give it a little poke. All right. I need everyone to roll a D20 with advantage. All right. Well, again, there, there are some troops who, who do appear to take some losses, but overwhelmingly, y'all's forces are moving the baddies back. They're killing them when they must, capturing them when they can. Mostly the ranks are breaking and running away. Bradley Salem is dead, which means Belisar is at the top of the pack. Gishna is attempting to run away. Dread is the only other creature on the battlefield. I get to Dread. Uh, let's see. Uh, roll me an athletics check. Oh, nat 20, so that's a 35. Uh, I'm going to say that you do manage to get there with one hell of a leap. He is currently flanked and standing in front of you. All right. I will attempt to grapple his arm that is uh, the button thingy and cover it up and grab his arm so he can't freaking push it. Or maybe grab the other arm so he can't push it because he can't can't really do this and push it. So I'll grab the other arm. Ready to throw me uh, an attack roll? Nat 20. So that's uh, going to be yeah. a, a 37. And uh, now roll me an athletic check with advantage. It's going to be a 27. Two higher than what you needed. Yes! You do have him, for the moment, grapple. Okay. Next up is Twee. Bite his arm off. <laughs> yeah, I totally want to come over and just bite the hell out of him and climb and... Certainly have the movement to do it as a big old dragon. Well, you're really good at attacking us, so if you... <laughs> <laughs> if you eat me, you'll kill him. And Belisar holds onto his arm while you do... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so am I aiming for his arm? So basically I get advantage that cancels out to regular, right? I would give you uh, full advantage at this point, because not only is he flank, but Belisar has got his arm like... Yeah, swallow me and I'll drag him down with you. I just got two claw attacks of 28, both of them, and my bite attack is a 31. All of those are going to hit. Oh, you, you haven't bit his arm off yet, but he's going to be considerably scuffed up. 44 damage. And then he's going to need to make a, a dex 21 save, unless since he's grappled, he I guess that's a disadvantage. Oh, yeah, I know. He failed. Do I got to make a dex save? Are you throwing can I Can I, like, aim the fire so that it doesn't completely hit him? <laughs> uh, I would say at this point, the only party member it would hit is Bellasar. It's if fine. I knock you out, we have a cleric. This is fine. This is fine. There's, there, hey, Belisar, there's only one cleric left on the field, and he's right next to you. Okay, so I got 21. Just what you need, you saved. Uh, he did not. And what damage? So 63 to Belisar. You take uh, 31. Is it fire? Fire. Oh, yeah, well, he's going to take half that one. That is a 
a much better look for him. A- after two blasts of fire from Twiggy, I am now bleeding. Oh, and it recharged. <laughs> oh, good. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Kebab Sassar. <laughs> at, this, at this point, Gishna has made it fully off the map, uh, has, has disappeared into the woods, perhaps never to be seen again. I feel kind of bad for Gishna. I kind of want him to escape. I don't really want to attack him. I feel bad for him. He's just a little loyal guy. Maybe you can find him next next time. Oh, maybe I'll make him loyal to me. Robert <laughs> Chavins, you are up. Dread is the only creature still standing. <laughs> he's being held by Belisar. He's being cooked in a rotisserie oven by Belisar. <laughs> Slow <laughs> roasted. Yeah, she's done like 110 damage to me. <laughs> but he's just thinking of all the things you've done. <laughs> this is for the fairies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oops, was that Belisar? I'm going to do the Autolux uh, Freezing Sphere. All right. So that's a constitution saving throw. 21? Uh, 22. Oh, it's not Red Slash Lucius's day. 35 damage. All right. Yeah, he's uh, he is feeling the pain. And I'm going to also attack him with my moat. You smite, I moat. 15 plus. Uh, I think it's like 11 or 15. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah, like that's 30. it. I'm just trying to end his pain right now, really. You're getting real close. Put it that way. 25. 25. Meemaw, it is your turn. Your cousin is in front of you very badly wounded at death's door. His arm is being thoroughly gripped by the big muscly man, Belisar. The fate of your cousin Lucius is in your hands. What do you do? Kill him, evil! Kill him, kill him. Kill him? He's- Make him your prisoner. He's my buddy. Do you have enough prisoners? We're- best buds. He's he's one of the, the top-ranking officials. He's got to know more a bit about rank-and-file other folks in the shadow party. That's true. Take him prisoner. Just take that Let's thing off. Let's keep talking about it! You can, you're a super strong man. I, I'm sure you can hold him. I am going to use my sword and slice off his wristy thingy. All right, roll me an attack with advantage. Okay, that that's like a 31. 31. Yeah, you bring it down. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. Lucius, I am your cousin. <laughs> That's a 47 damage. Uh, yeah, no, you take the arm clean off, and he has fully gone into shock. Uh, he is very unconscious and bleeding out. Uh, Zardex, it's your turn. I, I'd say he's seconds away from being dead forever. I'm going to pull out my rod of resurrection. Uh, I'm going to 
right on the top of the noggin with it and give him a dose of heal. He is he is at 70. He is currently missing an arm. Well, he's not missing. It's just laying on the ground. Actually, Belisar is holding it right now. Can you only bring him up to one? Can- can I just use the rope of entanglement on him? Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Take that, Tread. Ha ha! Kilbo. Grab the teleportation bracelet off the ground. It's in. The, it's wrapped around that severed hand. Yes, yes, I, I do this. I but carefully. I cast rage hand and I pick it up. But I pick it up. Like this, like it's a stinky sock. Yeah, no, like that's exactly what I was going to describe. Yeah. Is Kilbo uses mage hand to, to pick it up like this, just like yeah. hold, holding it by like one little part of the gauntlet. Yeah. Gloved hand. <laughs> I think we get Zabalaba Chub Chub to uh, figure out where this goes. And mage hand it over to him. All right. Are there corpses? I guess I could loot. Let's loot. Next up is Dread, who looks quite despondent at this point. First of all, he's missing a pretty good chunk of arm. He's also captured and left mm-hmm. alone on the battlefield, of which supposedly he was the general. Cousin, what are you doing? What What are you thinking? Why do you want to break? Why do you want to escape? You have been captured. I'm trying to break these restraints. Unless you torture and murder me, there's nothing worse you can do. Have you met Belisar? <laughs> Belisar, who's getting his knife out? Do, 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 do. I've always liked to learn how to whittle. <laughs> Is there like a prison or some cells that we can uh, inter our friend Dre- uh, Dread? We're not going to hurt him. We've already removed his arm, so. Well, we're not going to hurt him any further. Is there somewhere we can uh, keep him safe? There, there is a space in the armory, uh, a kind of locked room that you could uh, you could keep him in. Well, while it does sound scary, and normally there are high-powered weapons kept in that part of the armory, y'all were just under siege, so that room is currently empty. General vote of Adventurers 381. Do you agree that we should inter our friend Dread into the room in the, the armory? Uh, I, I would say so, so we can put him there, so we can go finish breakfast. That would be uh, dutiful. He's our, he is our guest. We're not. He is, he is not. He is a. He's a. He's a criminal. <laughs> so let's put him in the armory. We can give him some wet foodie and uh, lock him up, and let's go finish our breakfast. <laughs> yes, I agree with putting him in the armory. Berlin, we we should escort our. We're still on a battlefield, so we should take him back. Should we like heal him to work? No, in fact, I am. I was thinking about knocking him out so I can put the dimensional shackles back on him or onto him. He's he's restrained right now. So, so tell me about your rope you got there, Zardex. It's the rope of entanglement. We've used it. It's a rope, but it entangles people. I use my magic word, which is yeah. What's the what? Can he ever take it off? Can he try to take it off? Yes, he can. Of course. Okay, so my dimensional shackles is like impossible for him to take it off. Well, then put him on him. Okay, well, I so on my turn, 
I will do that. First of all, I need you to roll all of you d20 with advantage. The forces of the compound of Adventures Local 381 fully routes the attacking siege, and it has been completely broken. The few troops that remain have all cut and run, many of them pissing themselves as they flee the scene of battle. Go ahead and clean that up, please. <laughs> Can we get some prestidigitation for this piss? Yeah, y'all, y'all have enough majors that they're, they're going to go out and, you know, clear it all up. I'm going to deal with Mimot 3. I will uh, heal the troops and gather everyone up. Belsar, uh, you're next up in initiative. So I would say he, he only has the one hand, but you can easily get okay. the dimensional shackles around his ankles. And he is thoroughly restrained. I will go ahead and put on the dimensional shackles. I am not yet designating anyone else who can take those off. Uh, So it's really just me. So then once every 30 days, uh, the bound creature can make a DC 30 strength check to see if he can take some off. Otherwise, he cannot do any extra dimensional movement, including teleportation or travel to a different um, plane of his existence regarding any method of extra dimensional travel. So he didn't have to cut off his hand. <laughs> uh, I don't know if those magical items would have probably. Yeah. Eh. Better safe than sorry. I mean. I said there was no way he could teleport, right? Look, they're like godlike things, aren't they? Miracle and stuff. Yes. That's what I was going to And is, is teleportation from the same pl- or to the same plane extra dimensional? Technically, no. But I would say your dimensional shackles, since they specifically mentioned teleportation, prevent that. So I will do that and then continue to escort him to his dungeon of horrors. Free, is there anything you are doing uh, besides being magnificent, golden, and a dragon? Well, the main thing I wanted to do was look for uh, all of the golden cuffs left on the field and gather them up carefully. You managed to recover five of them. And in each case, you do end up having to bite off their arms. These things, you do notice that there is no way to physically remove these things. They are seamless. So don't put them on. So is it five in addition to the one that we have from him? So we have six total golden cups now? Yeah, yeah, just looking through my list and seeing people who teleported out and people who didn't. I would say at this point, most of the shadow party is dead. They're not all bad, but many of them are. Water. Uh, is there any other loot? I will entrust. Find some loot. I'm I'm running off to go heal the troops. Go find loot. I'm going. You're a dragon. Yeah, there were very high power fighters. I, would, I feel like they would have some very high power weapons and stuff on them, and things that could benefit our party or at least our compound. Anyone who wants to can roll an investigation. Y'all recover a number of plus one weapons, shields, uh, a lot of really quality armor. Uh, all of it is sort of below y'all's level as adventure at this point, but it's definitely something that you can stock up the armory. You get the sense that as well as this siege went, the next siege against y'all's compound will go considerably better. You see enough equipment here that you could, you know, upgrade some of the equipment on the uh, airship, for example. You also find all of you equivalent of about 5,000 gold each. We're richer. That's just your adventure's local cut. Like, as far as the treasuries of the compound, y'all are doing very well. Can I find any, like, bubble wrap armor for Quevin? <laughs> oh. Well, unfortunately, Quevin can't wear armor because he's a wizard. 
Zabrachovans, is there anything you want to do? Oh, yeah. I want to cast all the spells. I was going to try to cast Identify on... I would say that would probably be the most immediate thing. You begin casting that spell, and I will come back to it. Meemaw. Meemaw. What are you doing in the aftermath of this battle? I'm going to go hang out with Dread. See, see how he's doing so far. Well, so far he looks pretty despondent. He hasn't really said a whole lot since, you know, all this went down. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go up to Dread and just reiterate. Dread, or Lucius, whatever. Think of your parents. What, what would they think of you? My aunt, an uncle, Bimmy and Jimmy. Lucius will, will make you a, ro- a cool robot arm. Fine, whatever. It might as well be Lucius now. How will I ever inspire dread with a stump? We could, if you see, we could give you a cool, na- a cooler name. You had D Dog right there for sales. All right, Zardex, it is your turn. The battle is over. What are you up to? Well, if I'm not, if we're done tidying up the battlefield, I presume. Um, are we? All, I think we should all do a group scene where we talk to. Lucius, right? We should gather around. Let's treat. We'll treat him well, right? We can. Y'all get y'all get him a little doggy bag from Zbaro. Yeah, I we'll made you your favorite. Kind of half-heartedly picking at it. I I guess uh, we, we can talk to Lucius, and I mean, Mima, you're probably talking to him more, right? Um, can I cast uh, Zone of Truth? Oh yeah, please do. Uh, yes. Let Let me check in with Kilbo real quick. Uh, what What are you? I just wanted to check on the people at the compound. But yeah, no, uh, they they are doing very well. They are victorious. They're celebrating. Some of them have some injuries. There are uh, a few deaths, but that's to be expected in any battle. No, they are overall doing very, very well. I can do resurrect. Resurrect them, Zordex. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull a wooden chair out, turn it around, say, "Solutions." <laughs> Uh, when I can, I want to cast Zone of Truth. Zone of Truth. 22. Yeah, that beats it. 22. Uh, fine. So very charismatic. While they are setting everything up, you do finish your Identify spell. Here's, here's what you find from this particular magic item. Uh, it is definitely well-crafted. This Jethro Jeffries has clearly put a lot of effort and resources into building these things. They are programmed to plane shift their wearer back to a particular interdimensional location that you're not quite certain of yet, but you can tell the way it's encoded that it will take them, you presume, to Villains Inc. headquarters. The other thing that you can tell is that it is also programmed that if the wearer betrays its creator, it will instantly kill them. And that, believe it or not, you actually saved Dred's, or excuse me, Lucius's life by chopping his arm off. Uh, if he had tried to tell you all anything while he was wearing that, he would have instantly died. Yeah, see, we're totally friends to him. We're doing it to help him. Well, we knew that. We knew the, the betrayal thing. Like, they've said that, I believe. Yeah, we found that out before, I think. Get the impression that we can actually activate this ourselves. Uh, no, I would say it does have to be specifically it. You, you, it, that's the other thing that you notice is that it is specifically created for each user. Okay. Very, very carefully fitted. I think Zauber, I think you need to take it apart and figure out how it, where it's going. Yes. Is there any way to figure out where, where it teleports people? 
Zalber, I mean, you have these items and we have the uh, rest of the Shadow Party's true names. So I imagine it'd be fairly easy to figure out where the hell they are, yes? Through, through, through scrying. I mean, they're in Icewind Dale, but exactly where in the Dale? I mean, I was going to try scrying next. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, you... All right. Well, at this point, uh, you all have, have gathered in the armory. Lucius is there. He's sort of been picking at uh, a meal from Zbaro. Well, Lucius, I hope that you find the accommodations accommodating. It's not quite as comfortable as what I'm used to. You could say I'm a little short-handed. Let me give you a hand with that pizza. It's not as spicy as my mother used to make. I apologize. Uh, it is certainly uh, the best that we are able to provide you at the moment. I, I hope you understand that we are a little <laughs> surprised by your presence. We truly do not want to hurt you any further. Uh, and we will, we will, as soon as I can prepare the spell, we will make uh, the hand regrowth option available to you. Meemaw, mm-hmm. anything you add here? We, have, we also have a long line of cool hooks. For for missing arms. Yes, hooks for the discerning gentleman. <laughs> I think I saw that door in Waterdeep. <laughs> we can get. We can have a. We can have a person uh, down there on the double, with with an extra hand for you. Unfortunately, the best person to ask is Jethro Jeffries, and I really do not want to see him again. I probably not. Probably not. Neither do we. Even though he was my favorite. Uh, I understand that the enchantment upon the bracer, which we had to remove, would probably have killed you had you said anything to us against Jethro. As it turns out, it did. And then you brought me back. One can only presume what tortures you would inflict. I know what tortures I would inflict. We don't torture. Come on, guys. Uh, no. Um, no, Belisar. Uh, um, Belisar. We haven't. a certain half-elf who became a quarter-elf. We haven't tortured on purpose yet. In a while, anyway. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute. Fireballs. Hey, Katwiga, can I borrow one of those fireballs? <laughs> no! No fireballs, Belisar. I have a ball gag. I, wanna, I have a Belisar ball gag. Lost <laughs> 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 that privilege a long time ago, a dark elf ago. Belisar ball gag. Belisar ball gag. Your reputation precedes you. What brought about this attack? Retaliation. You have been a thorn in the side of villains ink, and we decided to cut off the snake's head at the source. The kind of thing a snake would do if it had arms. <laughs> you know more about that now, don't you? Hey! I didn't realize your cleric was also a bard. <laughs> Vicious mockery, huh? That is what we are reduced to. Again, we'll repair, we'll fix the hand. The hand situation will be improved. Lucius, yes, we we don't want to hurt you. We want to be friends. We're not going to torture. We're going to we're going to help you out. We're going to you you may have had a a fantastic time with the villains and and up in Icewind Dale. We know this, but you could be on our side, you know. We've got a pretty cool set of cabins. We I you could you could come over to my house and uh see the lake. Mima has an amazing collection of uh, Magic the Gathering cards that he would love to show you. I have. <laughs> Come on, it's Yu Gi Oh cards. Mima, roll me a persuasion check. I got a natural one. If I am still alive, come tomorrow morning. 
it would be nothing shy of a miracle. Well, I pray tell unless I kill you, which I probably won't. Well, Jethro doesn't like to leave with and I think it is highly likely that sometime in the very near future, he would be sending one of his simulacra after me <laughs> to make sure I don't spill any secrets. And he, and he won't care whether I have talked or not. Perhaps it would behoove you to assist us then. We truly do not mean you. I don't know why I'm taking a Belisar's voice now. We truly do not mean <laughs> cause you any harm. We can protect you. All we ask in return is that you help us take Jethro down. He's If he's after you, uh, you have as much reason to assist us as, as any of us. Roll my persuasion check, Zardex. And you can stay in my bunk, or I will stay in your bunk to protect you. I got a 24. If I help you, you will help me escape? If you help us, you won't have anything to escape from. I will help you with what I know. We don't exactly help you to be on the front line. I should hope not. Whatever information you can help us with would be most useful. In helping free you, uh, helping the Sword Coast and everyone who lives here. Oh, yes, and they are all in great danger. They are? Pray tell, pray tell. We need to set up a, a heavy guard on... I was going to put them in Tiny Hut. Mm. Ooh, I will sleep in there with them. And don't worry, there won't be any hanky-pankies. Don't even try it. <laughs> you can't even give, give good hand jobs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> answer your question, Villains Inc. headquarters is in a, a special dimension. Uh, that The place in Icewind Dale that you all are thinking of, that was the Shadow, Shadow Party's version of this compound. I imagine it is largely abandoned at this point. So we gotta go to another plane? And Do you know which plane? Not specifically, that is why uh, the cuff was always so valuable. So Icewind Dale is uh, abandoned. Perhaps, uh, Zauber, that would give you even more reason to scry these uh, heathens. We will find out where they're new hiding. How does one map the dimensions? No, no, no. Oh, Oh, that compound. Yeah, he he, he points you to a spot uh, in Icewind Dale. It appears to be a uh, high-altitude mountain lair. Gary, 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 come here. Yeah, what she needs, boss. On this map, there is marked the location of a compound. I would like to have this set up. Uh, we need to, maybe we aren't going to do it, but the Adventurers Guild probably should know of this so that they can perhaps take it over and use it for a, a, another adventuring group. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make sure the report sits back to headquarters. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to go have uh, Chevin start sending this message to, uh, to the headquarters. <laughs> Do you have a, a description of this place? What it looked like? What you saw inside or outside or just anything? Like the Icewind Dale place or the... No, um... the Villain's Inc. <clears throat> well, you don't want to go outside there. I'll put it that way. Well, uh, well mostly I stayed inside the, the, the tower that Jethro has built. Uh, it, it is hospitable is a generous term, but uh, livable outside of it. Uh, there are a lot of constructs who, who crawl through the land. Uh, Pog Pingun builds them, tries them out interdimensionally, using the souls that Jethro has captured to power them. And so there are many of them who roam the rest of this dimension. What does the terrain look like? It, it is harsh, inhospitable. 
like harsh, dry, cold, arctic fire? Cold tundra, I suppose, would be the best approximation. Can we as a group, I'm talking to the group, do we know anyone that would know what other dimensions are and be able to identify a dimension by a description? Roll an arcana check. The best candidate would be Jethro Jeffries, obviously, but that one's probably off the table. You do know of a wizard whom y'all have encountered who was rejected in his application for Villains Inc. That's right. Oh, he went and raided his house. Johan von Kiesterberg Johan. literally owes you his life. We got to track down yeah. that fool. And he seems probably your best bet at getting any kind of dimensional coordinates. Do it. Let's go talk to him. Can I scry it all with my cauldron or is that going to be... Uh, yeah, I, I would say you, you could set about on that. Whom are you attempting to scry on? I don't know. Well, I thought with the assistance of uh, Lucius, probably the their compound, that dimension and stuff, maybe Jethro in particular. Your best bet is probably the sorcerer Sally Bullock. As you are scrying, you are starting to to kind of coalesce in your vision. And as as you're about to scry into Salabolica, the uh, dragonborn sorcerer for the shadow party, she shrugs you off. She got a 23 on her wisdom saving throw. Just beating your scry, unfortunately. At this point, Lucius has both hands again. And he's kind of gingerly kind of touching. Um, I think we should get a long rest. I agree. I'm a little singed. <laughs> So I'm going to do my final ritual of the night, which is Tiny Hut, just for... Um, Are all of y'all huddling down in the Tiny Hut in the armory? I'll go. Yeah, I'll I want go. to be in the Tiny Hut. I've got popcorn. I've got I've got Mean Girls on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I've got ice cream. I'll, uh, chap- I'll chaperone a sleepover with Mima and Brad here. <laughs> You're having a pajama party in the Tiny Hut? <laughs> I, I sleep in my commando. Yes. Me too. Belsar and Mima are hanging out in the tiny hut with Lucius slash the paladin formerly known as Dread, who apparently is just going by a symbol now. I'll um, I'll stay there too. All right. Yeah, Zabrich is staying with. Ember wants to go and uh, ask him who his god is. Well, I, I have served a number of gods. Uh, most recently, Bear. Ooh, sounds bad. He is. So you all do manage to get in a long rest. And as the dawn is breaking, as everything has sort of recharged, as the tiny hut is starting to dissipate, Belisar, Zabrachubbins, and Meemaw, as you awake, as the tiny hut dissipates, you see a familiar figure in the armory. He's a human male. Long, dark hair, clean-shaven. And Jethro Jeffrey says, Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> I was hoping we could have a conversation. And that's where we'll pick up next time. Oh, man. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.
I just, I just, I just picture Lumiere like pulling fingernails with yeah. pliers, nail by nail, one by one. Okay, I looked up Nerf Farmer. This is completely unrelated. And one of the top results was a uh, <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet replica on on Etsy. It is a rubber yellow washing up glove with <laughs> with a bunch of what look like D20s glued to it. <laughs> and it's ten dollars. That looks like ring tops of different flavors. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Clean, I don't feel so good. And there's only one remaining, so you better buy it now. <laughs> At now. Wait, wait, wait. Did you did you click on their profile? No, I haven't. And look up the Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the Stones of Infinity. They, they sell it without the glove, and it's $7. <laughs> yeah, but you got to assemble it yourself, and that's just, you know. They all got wieners. <laughs> they all have wieners. It's a George R. R. Martin with a wien with a wiener poking out. Why? Because of South Park. <laughs> Obviously. I'm sorry. Well, I suppose if this is completely derailed, I might as well look it up myself. You're saying it with a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> oh my god, we're This is making a living gluing dicks. To <laughs> it's true. Look at Popeye. It's disturbing. Oh, <laughs> he looks pretty happy. He gets very good reviews. Whoa. <laughs> I gotta say, it's pretty reasonable prices for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many dicks at such a value. <laughs> Popeye, Popeye is turgid. Um, I kind of like, like <laughs> Popeye is always turgid. It's a spinach. That's because he has such an iron deficiency. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> About six oh months. <laughs> I kind of like wow. Infinity, Infinity Stones and Dicks should be the name of that store. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Jesus. Woo. Oh, it's on everything. 